episode number 187 of the Tartan Running Shorts podcast, hosted by Tom Bryan and myself, Kyle Gregg. So, Tommy, you're sitting there with your good old London Marathon hoodie and a pair of, it looks like um, Harry Potter glasses or something similar to that. And uh, it looks like a pint of of, of, of maybe coffee or, or espresso martini, or is that a stout you've got there? Tell us it's, all about uh, what's happening. Good, e- good evening, Kyle. Hello, listeners. Uh, yeah, so Kyle's mocked my glasses before. I happen to think they're actually quite nice glasses, but apparently they're Harry Potter glasses. I'm drinking a Moose Moose tonight, Fierce Brewery. Oh, nice. Did you Which go to the beer. beer Festival too, did you? Uh, no, this has oh, been... Uh, this premium, is one, Holy moly. This is... Uh, I don't know where I picked this up, but yeah, I've had a... It's a favourite. And actually, I was... I always, I'm always running so late. You're probably the same, like just scrambling to get stuff before TRS. And the last thing I do is grab a... <laughs> the last thing I do is grab a beer on my way up. And I went into the fridge. There was nothing. So I went to the garage thinking, what have I got that's kind of like not my usual go-to beers? And I saw it, I thought, spot on, that'll do. Oh, nice that chocolatey stuff. Delightful. Well, you know what I'm actually having? I'm having a Cures... A Coors Light tonight, eh? I've got, wow, ooh, I've got non, I've got non crafty tonight. Ladies' folks, tea. Uh, so yeah, it's just the good old, you know, when when you chill it so once it, when it's so cold it reveals a, a cheeky little. I think it's the. Uh, I don't know what <laughs> mountain mic. that is. I don't know what mountain is a Coors mountain. I know? have no idea. No idea. Well, anyway, I'm sure some smart aleck will, will know exactly what it is. But uh, but talking about beer, we've got um, a slightly alternative interview interview interviewee tonight uh, in the form of the the Scottish Beer Mile team folks who were recently at the the World Beer Mile Championships in I think it was Belgium Um, so in the form of Mark and Richie they'll be coming on in just under 20 minutes so uh, before we go into that I think as as per usual we will um, we will talk about our training uh, or or the very lack or very little of Um, Tommy has a correction he wants to raise today Apparently, um, from the I've got last two. Co- I've actually got two corrections. Two corrections. Corrections two corner. Right, TRS. Oh well, let's hear them before you go into your training. Eh? So the correction corner, and you know, this is it's, as <laughs> as much as TRS is quite fag packet. It's important we correct our <laughs> correct our wrongs. Uh, eh? There's quite so, there's many corrections we should make. Well, this, these are ones I feel I should get in. Firstly, I was list- I actually listened back to the podcast last week, uh, which was the first time I've done that in a long time, and I was uh. I heard, but anyway, I heard there's something you said that I didn't quite hear you say when we're recording. So Kyle used the initials FB, FB, no F- FG, uh, FG. FG yeah, in FG. the con- we're talking about me running a part, and I was mocking someone who wore a pair of alpha flies at a hazelhead part, and, and Kyle said, "Was it FG?" And I said, laughed and said, "Yeah, it wasn't FG. If you're listening, FG." It wasn't you. Uh, it was a, it was someone else, another regular there who I'm mocking, who I'm not going to name. So that's correction one. Correction two is I got oh, no, I got one. pulled up. I got pulled up on this as well from uh, from clubmates. I uh, we I suggested that uh, Mr. Aaron Adens was in the running for a TRS run of the week, and I think he very much was for his marathon. But he, I said he ran two twenty five. He didn't run two twenty five. I think he ran. 227 or 228 so i take that correction as well and of course that's a metro aberdeen runner making that correction to me <laughs> jesus was it someone who's maybe got a faster time than 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 he has no comment <laughs> jesus hey, well aaron you still had a great run so don't, he had don't a great run about. and actually we'll come on to the as, as we'll come on to the the aac boys because they were they were in action at Cumbernauld. And actually, as well as the beer mile this week, I think that's the other big thing we're going to chat about is the national cross relays. And I don't know about you, Kyle, but I had a real feeling of FOMO this weekend about not being involved. And I haven't really had it the last two years because I've been 
you know, when I was in Paris, I wasn't following the scene so much. But then this weekend, seeing the seeing the build up, knowing people that are going down, um, yeah, I was I would have loved to have been there actually. Yes, it looked really good. I mean, you know, as we said last week, there was an incredible um, number of runners taking part uh, that registered three thousand plus, which is phenomenal for really. Do you know what's quite funny? I was like, when I was looking at the results, the live results were just showing the teams. And I was like, what? Why is it not showing individuals? And then I realised it wasn't individual short course champs. It's the, exactly. the relay champs. So I was like, why is it not? So trying to figure out where the, you know, who the fastest times were. But it really isn't about the fastest times. It's about the, the fastest overall teams. So we'll uh, we'll go into that briefly uh, later on in the show. Um and uh, but before we go into that, tell us about you know obviously today is the day of either um, celebration or commiserations for some of those London marathoners. Of course. Uh, so, so anyone who who has applied and has has been successful or perhaps maybe unsuccessful, let us know and um, you know mm. tell us what your aspirations are for the race uh, or what your aspirations are for or you know other races that you might might tickle your fancy so we're definitely um keen to hear about those and uh no doubt there'll be a short-sighted section later on if if we find any trs uh short shorters out in the out in the weekend i don't know if anyone did at the relays hopefully not hopefully they have but i always i pray for the day that bobby gavin captures someone in a pair of trs (laughs) shorts well do you know what happened yet has he he i think he caught um Big Jim Toll and myself were the national champs, this, the cross country champs this year. And I've got a pair oh. pounding down the, the home straight, uh, nice. just edging off uh, Jim Toll in the last, like, you know, by a point, point one of a second or something. So uh, ah, I'll have to fish it out for it for the for the world to see. Um, but anyway, I hear you were doing a little park run again, uh, as per usual, Tommy. Oh, so this is like a deja vu in here. D- well, tell list, us how that went. I mean, this is listeners. Don't worry. This it will become my training will become more interesting soon. I'm on 99 park runs, so I've one more to go. I'm not going to do one this weekend, but I'm going to be doing one soon. That will take me to the hundred, and I'm I will get back to other training. But I've said this many times. I really I really enjoy jumping into a park run to get to sort of to sort of accelerate and get into shape when you're not really doing big blocks, you're not doing big sessions. So I, I'm enjoying it, and I went to Hazelwood again on the weekend. It wasn't quite as quick as I was a couple of weeks ago. I gave it full beans, so I can't really complain around 1758. Um, but I feel, I mean, it's come together. My week, actually, and I realise I've not done this in a while, but in terms of, you know, we like his stats here, my week was actually not that bad. So I hit 50 miles for the first time in, oof, since the, t- the twins were born. So that's... Um, nice. That was cool. So I'm pleased I had a good week. Uh, I'm on the and which is, and again, that's also my highest week since about... Uh, Oof, probably May, maybe. No, even before that. Highest week since I'm scrolling back. When was the last time I did more than eighty kilometers? Yeah, I haven't done a very big year. April eleventh, April seventeenth was the last time I did a, I did the more than the more than the mileage I did last week. So it's so I'm hoping it's the start of of uh, of a bit of progression. And you know, textbook, almost a textbook week actually. I got the. Um, hit 80 kilometers or 50 miles. I got a session in on Tuesday. I did a sort of threshold run, and that was one I went round the coffin. And you know when you go out and I had no rule. I just thought I'll do a steady run. I'll run like four minute kilometer or something like that. And it just came together. And before I knew it, I was sitting at 3:30s. Felt good. 
so yes. really, so that was nice. I was really pleased with that. Good, good sort of threshold run. Quite a bit of effort at the end, but I was pleased I was able to sit comfortably at three thirties for a bit. And then I did a park run on Saturday, so that was a good hard effort over five k. And then on Sunday I jumped into a long run with the the Metro Boys again. And a long oh. run for me is only twelve miles at the minute, but it's all I need to do. And I'm. My, I said this before, I'll say it again. My plan is to get to the end of the year ready to hit a marathon block on because January 1st is 12 weeks till Manchester and I've entered. Oh, have you? Oh, here yeah. we go, folks. Breaking Off news. Yeah. Manchester, mother, eh? Well, so the, um, the pl- the, this, is, this is music to my ears, folks. So, so the what top, made the, you want the, to do Manchester? Well, firstly, because you're talking about London there. So for the first time in about eight years, I don't have a, a good for age or a championship time. Really? I didn't know. So the, I knew I didn't the, the championship sec- time. The, 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 the ballot. The... Well, I didn't. By the time I realised this, I didn't go in the ballot. And actually, I've heard good things about Manchester. It's close to Fee's mum and dad, so it'll be cool to go and it will be cool to go and uh, spend some time in in uh, Cheshire now. So anyway, that, I'm. I'm is it, can you have that. a buggy? Can you get the double buggy? I'm going for. I'm going for a time buddy. That's uh, uh-huh. that, There's none of that. But actually, so my year is. So it's quite funny. All of a sudden, 23 spring is like crystallized perfectly for me. Oh, look at that. So start January 1st, 12 weeks to go. So I just want to get there. I want to be I want to be health, fit and healthy, ready to hit a block. I don't, I don't need to be in shape then. I need to be in shape in April, but I need to just be ready to go. Then February, National Cross. March, Inverness Half. April, Manchester Marathon. Boom, that's okay. it. Simple. Look at that. That's, Maybe the road uh, relays, if I can squeeze them in. And then I'm oh, allowed to go. He's, uh, this guy is on fire. Well, what, what's my? I've got no. I'm, you've got, I'm you've got Tallahassee. Yet. You've got the got Tallahassee. That's right, and that's in um. What's that? That's end of January, start of February. So, yeah, we're looking there. Uh, we're we're looking. It, my sort of marathon block really should start now, but uh, I, for me, I've done about twelve weeks of. I've got about twelve weeks to go. I think. In fact, that's is it? What, November, December. Yeah, I think I've got twelve weeks to go. Nice. So that's well, good. Plenty of time. Plenty, plenty of time. time. I'm not like I'm. I'm in a good. I'm doing okay. Like you know, I've I've been probably. I mean, I I don't wear my watch all the time these days, and I don't I bother to upload my 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 activities onto Strava unless it's something juicy. I'll I'll put it on. Um, but when even then, like my watch is just you know you try and upload your watch, it just forgets. You know, <laughs> it doesn't know what to do and how to upload it. Um, because it's been so long. So, but I'm I am gonna like. I think I've been hitting about 50 miles a week for the last kind of week or two, which is quite good for me. And uh, like yesterday, I think I did about 10, 11 miles, maybe the week before, the the day before that, I did a session, potentially did that again. But it's, uh, yeah, I'd rather just go by feel and effort and just let the, you know, let the miles and, and, and the fitness start almost take precedence. And, you know, I'll, I'll start to, drill down some volume and, and some decent marathon pace sessions as well but I, i'm trying to just do some faster stuff and just try to get a bit quicker a bit more bouncier as you know like like tommy would uh when he's ready to rock Absolutely. and roll so um what but yeah not the, that, i'm intrigued about your build-up what about um east district cross not sure yet like when is it again is it December. December. I think it's December second or December third. First Saturday in December, anyway. So there's there's a race in um, the Cheviot Hills. It's an ultra. I might potentially do. It's called the Montaigne Cheviot Goat Ultra. Interesting. Um, and it's but it's like fifty miles. So I don't know. Wow. I might do. I might do that. But it's. Uh, I'm trying to 
I'm trying to wrangle a cheeky little uh, discount because it's awful expensive. Um, you know, I have to I have to be, sell a pair of alpha flies or something. You know, uh, so yeah, I might I might do that, and if not, then I'll uh, I'll maybe consider doing a, a cheeky little East District uh, chance for the lads. Okay. But um, yeah, I'll, I'll achieve it. Ah, see that interesting. Yeah. Okay. It looks quite and fun. I'll... You know, I just like adventures. You know. Um, yeah, it's interesting. You know, just running about in the hills with the goats and stuff sends sends right up my street. That is pretty um, cool. But the, about... the problem you've got with that is it's fifty odd miles. You know, like yeah. how is that going to affect my build up to Tallahassee? Is it going to inhibit or is it going to you know? Mm. I, I think I, I think it wouldn't be in the interest of Tallahassee. I think the because it's when is it? It's third of December. The problem is when's Tallahassee? End of January. End of January. Start of February. Like. My worry them. for you, my worry for you would be that for that Cheviot Ultra on the third of December, you would probably write off the next week. And the only reason I would say that's a problem is that, in, I don't know about you, but I always find the back end of December a nightmare in terms of stitching oh, training together. Yeah, hundred percent. Especially it, when it comes yeah. to like eating food and Toblerones and exactly Christmas pudding, it's just so difficult to, you know, you, you eat so much you don't want to go out. You get you get so tired, you know. Well, I I do anyway. But um, yeah, I'm much the same. Unless if I don't go out in the morning, no, nah, I'm not going out. Yeah. during that week, Christmas New Year week. Yeah. So, um, what about Tilly 10K? I wondered you know about. What? I was thinking I of Tilly 10K. When we I, I did think it a few years ago. I noticed. I I noticed entries opening quite quite soon. Um, I'm I'm just struggling. I, I don't know what it is. I used to really enjoy cross country. I don't enjoy it as much. As I used to, and I know this isn't a selling point. You know, we should be promoting our, you know, the mainstreams of our sport. But uh, I really, I really struggle to enjoy it as much as I used to. And I think maybe it's just because of like old age or like fatigue of running round and doing cross country races. So many, you know, after so many years, I don't know what it is. I just, I've got this like um, maybe it's because I haven't had a decent cross country performance in in years. Um, it, it maybe puts me off just doing it because like the national champs like I didn't have a great run you know it was one of my lower p- positions but it was just like you know it was just like VO2 max the whole way around you know it was just hard work and usually I, I feel like when I'm fit I can do a cross country and feel in control like just now like you know if I was to do one now I would just feel like a you know, just an absolute, I don't know, what you you know, sloth, you know, just going up and down those hills. Uh, yeah. So I, I don't, you know, I, I think it's it's probably a mental and a physical block that I need to try and overcome or to, to try and, you know, train for. But the problem I've got is I don't really want to train for it. I just want to use it as a build. So I have to go in to cross country and some other races with a slightly different, um, you know, mindset. Uh, but the Tilly 10K, I really do enjoy that. I, I feel it was my, my kind of, my fastest 10K uh, for a while after UTMB. I think it was low 32s. So I'd like to try and, if there was anything I'd want to aim for, I'd probably it probably might complement my 10K, you know, by doing a cheeky wee 10K in, uh, you know, mid-December and then bouncing onto the marathon block, you know? So... Uh, so yeah, no, keep me. I'll keep me in the loop, folks. Like you care, but um, we'll we'll see how things go. But I think I've had I've had about ten minutes of my training versus Tommy's two minutes. Uh, well, no, because so, it's, it's we're talking races and stuff that's coming up as well. Because I think it's I'm starting to get into that place. I'm dancing around those. I would love to do Tilly 10K. I, it depend if we're down in Fife visiting family or, or friends. I'll I think I would probably look to do it if I'm not. If we're not down there, I'm not sure if I'll be able to get justified. But I think 
The other one is, if I don't do that, I wouldn't mind doing... I'm suddenly realised I thought, oh, it might be quite cool to get back in for Lymphanon again. Of course, which the hangover is, Which is the detox on the 2nd of January. And that's always a bit of a, a long buster, but I quite like the, the idea of starting my block of the day after just doing a 10k as like a ultimate where am I? <laughs> yeah that's uh yeah it's like it's a ma- it's a huge shock as well isn't it like there would be there would be no like oh this is my marathon pace i would have a target marathon pace of course Aye. but i would be under no illusions as to i mean to be fair the, the teleting at the end of december would give me the same um so anyway I, I that's what i'm kind of thinking i'd like to just do these sort of races while i'm not getting into that anal oh, i'm in a marathon block everything needs to be a full marathon um but, I mean, the same way you do a 10k and go marathon pace like that's silly isn't it like no i'm not saying go marathon pace but let's be honest no, if, I run, if i want to run a sub 230 marathon I'm, that's what five is it 535 something like that and imagine i went and did the tele 10k and i ran it in 535s what I'm saying is, I wouldn't be able to then be like, "Oh yeah, I'm run that." I wouldn't claim, be able to claim that's my marathon pace when I've just gone fly <laughs> with a 10k. Um, I know what I can do in 12 weeks. I'm not worried I, as long as I've got the block in front of me. I'm fine. But um, yeah, so we'll see, we'll see. But anyway, that's. Uh, I mean, that's cool that you're now 12 weeks away. So you're officially in marathon block. So we're now we can now have a Kyle's marathon weekly, weekly marathon segment. Oh god, that would be. Uh, <laughs> just don't so, get too excited about that. Lewis Jeez, wants folks. to know what you're up to. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's okay. I say training that's not been uploaded on the Strava training. Just say to him, Lewis, just listen to TRS. That'll, that'll tell you all. <laughs> he's probably listening, thinking, "You're doing what, Ultra?" He's, he, yeah, he's, he's he's probably. Just, I can see him just shaking his head from side to side, going, "Jesus, man! Like, what's wrong? What's happened to you?" Yeah, <laughs> uh, but anyway, I mean, well, talking talking about you know um, crazy races, heroes, and crazy races and goals. Like, I I think it's I, I, I said it was Mark and Richie, but I think it's Chris and, and Richie. So um, we're going to have a couple of the Scottish beer mile team on just now uh, to talk all things beer beer mile and um, you know, so a slightly alternative. Uh, interview but nonetheless I'm sure it'll be just as exciting so without further ado here is Chris and Richie Hello Chris how you doing? Hi guys uh, good thanks how are you? Good stuff good stuff good. Good. well it's great to great, it's great to meet, to meet you, meet you. Um, I think we. I think you also said uh, Richie was coming, but uh, yeah, he told me yes. Uh, oh right. well, that's because it's funny. So I just introduced the the show as Richie and Chris coming, and he's near there yet. So, <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's fine. We can still ramble, no doubt. Um, it'll give it'll give us opportunity to to chat about you know to chat mm-hmm. about who you are and you know where you're from and and a little bit about the beer mile as well. So, um, well, Chris, I don't know anything about you. I don't think. Um, <laughs> Really, but uh, I've one one question before we go into it: Do you listen or have you listened to Tartan Running Shorts? Uh not a lot. I've got to admit. Uh, oh, not a lot. Well, that I've means to, to, so. I'm I'm very aware of you as the only Scottish running podcast, but um, oh, okay. haven't listened well, much. I'm afraid. <laughs> well, the, well, because actually, one thing we've 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 always done loosely, but we've started doing it a bit more thoroughly in the last six months, and you're definitely going to help us here. Is we've now got a Top Gear style leaderboard of 
of it's more aspirational beer miles and actually for the first time we're gonna have someone in and i'm very excited to hear about the event and how you went but um so well so tell us who are you chris let's uh introduce yourself <laughs> so I, i'm chris russell i'm 28 now uh i i started out running in glasgow with Giffen at north ac joined in nice. high school did some middle distance running uh towards the end of school was losing interest a bit you know, uh, then went to university and had a great time running again. Uh, it's also where I got introduced to the Chundermile. Um, <laughs> I, I ended up in St Andrews for eight years. Uh, I did an undergraduate and then a doctorate in mathematics. And now I'm living in Ireland uh, since about a year and a bit ago, working in finance. Oh, wow. So that's, that's my quick story. And uh, no surprise you haven't heard of me. I've not got any supremely impressive running achievements to my name, but... Um, <laughs> Well, well, you, well you, tell us a bit about you know like not not we're we're not an elitist podcast at all, <laughs> even though some people think we are. We're yeah, quite well, inclusive, well, but uh, at least one of us here is not elite, so you don't <laughs> worry. You're, you're not uh, and and so like yeah, just tell us a bit about your you know your your sort of running background. You know what what sort of running you did you know back in the day and and what you're doing now and you know some of those like goals or PBs that you potentially have and. Yeah, let's set set the scene that way first, and then we'll uh, we'll that'll give folk a bit of an idea of like you know beer miles and splits mm-hmm. and all that kind of fancy stuff. Eh? Sure. So in school, uh, as I say, I ran with Gifnick North. Yeah. I was eight hundred, fifteen hundred. I think two or three PP and maybe like four twenty something in the fifteen. Um, wasn't yeah. that good across country? Um, and then at uni, started doing more like five k and cross country ten k. My best PP of that time was probably. 33, 45, 10k. Then I got injured after that and probably and didn't PB again for like six years and anything. Uh, maybe a couple of years ago, I ran a half marathon in 76, 11. Nice. Uh, yeah, so that's that's my sort of running. Uh, yeah, as I say, uh, until recently, I hadn't been running that well for a while, but I, I've always kept it up and enjoyed being using yeah. it as like a community thing, making friends. Uh, it was great for that at uni. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so uh, that was um. So, so what kind of got you into doing the beer mile? You know, how did how did that journey all all begin then? Yeah. So I, I someone else suggested that um. I think after exams or like towards the end of a semester at uni, it's just like a fun thing to do. You know, it's a little bit competitive, but also a great way to get started and night out. Um, yeah. yeah. And <laughs> yes. uh, so I think the first time they did it, I missed it. I had something on, but then the next time we did it, I went along. We did it around this pond. You know. Uh, just on some grass somewhere and I, I won it amongst us and this oh, was a yes. chunk of mile and 9.50 was my first time or maybe 9.40 something uh, so I was maybe in like 2014 or something and over the next few years did a few more I think I went 7.50 and then 6.30 and then a couple of times later we did one on the track we snuck onto a track to do it um, <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was a really funny uh, occasion actually we I organized it and uh, like 15 of us went and uh you know discreetly shop at the track uh and then very quickly transitioned to getting all the beers out and we do our chunder on the track and i got my first sub six there a five oh, wow. oh um, nice it was the goal and i made it and i was really happy with that is probably not one of my favorite beer mouths um wow. and we and the location up, just in case uh it's got repercussions <laughs> <laughs> yeah we ended up running away from the staff um we, we did like a great, like, like 30 second pick up everything run away clear up uh <laughs> um and a little bit after that so that was maybe in like 2016 um maybe like a couple years later 
uh, I became aware of the beer mile. Uh, like I noticed, I saw some YouTube video of the beer mile world championships, and I didn't think I like the the people winning it were like Corey Belmore, the best in the world, and yeah. like four thirties. So I didn't think anything of that. But I looked through the results and I was like, oh, tenth place. That's like five thirty, five forty. I can do that. Maybe oh, wow. uh, you know, because it's like it's less beer than a than a pint. You know, which is what you do in the Chunder mile. Uh, the beer mile yeah. is just 355 mils instead of yeah. six eight. Uh, so I I decided to send an email to the organizer and say, oh, what do you need to do to compete? Uh, this was 2019, the, the race was in Berlin. And I said, oh, I think I could run about 530. Um, and he said, oh, well, eventually he said, yeah. And he, they're actually really great, the organizers. They, they do a lot to support like uh, new people coming along because they like to involve countries that haven't been involved before. And Scotland hadn't been involved for a couple of years. So they, they paid for a, a room for me for a couple of days and even a couple of friends who I said could run 6.30 or so. Uh, and oh, we went nice. to Berlin, had a great time. I ran 5.40 that year, which was a big PB for me. I was really happy. 5.40? Showed up on the day. Yeah. Jesus. Um, and so that was, a, that was a great time. And that's what, and since then I've run every year. So in 2020, it was, called off because of COVID. There was a virtual one and I, I I had some beer trouble that year and ran five in the five fifties. It wasn't wasn't a PB that year. Yeah, um yeah. and it was in Manchester last year and I ran five twenty, which was super oh, happy. Goodness. Five twenty. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I, I got disqualified unfortunately. So actually it didn't count. Um what were you disqualified wow. for? Uh, leftover beer. Yeah, uh, they they pour out like the dregs of every beer at the end, ah, okay. and uh, it's allowed to go up to four ounces or about 110 mils. Uh, I must have put down one of the beers a little bit too early. Like when you're when you're really trying to do it, like nail the beers, you you you, you don't want to stand around and like shake the beer above your head, like yeah. and get the last drops. You want to put it down at the last moment, like the the first moment that you can. And mm-hmm. I must have let the gulp in one of them. Uh, but I, I still sort of count that as my PB. I think like taking one more gulp would be half a second wouldn't have really affected my performance. But you know, uh, got kid. So I was looking for redemption this year, but it didn't really happen for me. And I, I had a pretty awful race this year. Um, uh, training had been going well, but I, I ended up uh, throwing up after two and a half beers, which was way oh, off. Oh no! <laughs> and uh, the race, I was doing quite well until then. I was like, I was, it was about fourth fifth like halfway but you know no medals for halfway in this race and um <laughs> it went badly after that i ended up having the penalty lap and just feeling a bit rubbish uh, i think i finished in like 750 which is my slowest time no. to date but, oh, um, no. but that's like five that's like five laps though isn't it Sorry. yeah and this yeah i slowed down a lot once i was like the beers became a lot sore once i was struggling to keep it in as well but oh man um, so like what was, what um maybe just quick, a quick pin there before we go on to that I think we need to set the scene for listeners about Kyle and I have given haphazard descri- descriptions of beer miles over the over the over the previous years here in TRS so give us give us the sort of the 60 second beer mile overview and rules the okay. beer mile and the chunder mile eh? like yeah so good people, point yeah okay uh, the difference Chunder mile uh, popular in the UK well only really done in the UK. You drink four pints, so you pour your, your pints into uh, cups, which makes it a lot easier to drink um, in some ways, although it's more liquid. Uh, and you, you you drink a beer, then you run a lap of the track or whatever, if you don't want to risk a track because you're going to get chased away. <laughs> Anywhere you want, it's about 400 metres. Uh, and you, so you drink a beer, run a lap, repeat four times, you're done. 
and uh, it's called the chunder mail because chundering is almost inevitable and in fact it's not penalized which is the big a big difference with the beer mail uh the beer mail on the other hand you do it from it was sort of invented in canada north america and uh, there beer usually comes in 12 ounce bottles which is 355 mils so you need to drink exactly that bottle size and it needs to be at least five percent beer and it's the same sort of uh, layout you, you drink a beer you run a lap do it four times but uh, you're not allowed to throw up. If you throw up, you have to run a penalty lap. If you throw up multiple times, it's only one penalty lap. But yeah, so you can't really throw up if you're going to run a good time. So that's a bit of a difference. Uh, and, uh, no, okay. Cool. And I guess some other things you don't realize until you do it is when you drink from bottles, the, the, you really feel the carbonation. And you think, oh, it's like it's like two thirds of the volume doing the beer mill. But the carbonation when you drink from bottles is surprisingly difficult. You and mm. you don't you don't really predict it, uh, so it's it, they are both very challenging in different ways. And in terms of the transition, it's like you've got there's a you know when I've when I've beer mild and we've seen it, there's, it's obviously the end of the the typically just at the end of the straight. I've seen in some of the championships I've done on like road circuits, they've got a little transition type zone. How mm-hmm. how does that usually is the rules around that? Where you yeah so so if it's if it's on a track then you you look at the mile start which is like nine meters before the finish and you that's the chug zone between the mile start and the the finish line it's the it's the terminology yeah so they set up the tables of your beers like right at the entrance to the chug zone um and uh, you pick up your beer the the cap is still on you're not allowed to open them before the race so maximum ah, right. uh, so right. part of the skill is picking up quickly opening and starting um and it keeps the carbonation in, uh, and then yeah, you ch- you got to chug in the zone. So if you're if you're doing it optimally, you'll walk while you're chugging. You'll see people have a sort of little funny walk while they chug in the in the in the pro race, and uh, then you put your beer down. They'll have like these sort of buckets at the end of the chug zone, uh, so they can you know so they can see like collect the beers and pour out the leftovers. Um, that is amazing. Well, we 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 got him, Richie. You you're back on the sh- you're on the show. I, th- I think it's my fault for not sending you the Teams link. Uh, so apologies. You were waiting and I just you know, noticed them. And I noticed that message come through Instagram just now. So no, you're better <laughs> late than never. <laughs> so uh, yeah, well, we're just Richie. We're just setting the scene um, about you know the what the beer mile is, and uh, you know there's obviously the Chunder mile. We never got to the Chunder mile rules, did we? Um, they're a lot simpler. You just you just drink. Uh, you just you're, you're allowed to throw up. It doesn't matter. Uh, usually. It's a bit harder to walk and chug because you're not doing it from a bottle. You'll spill your beer. So you should be able mm-hmm. to stand still. And the Chunder Mile is like less set in stone. It's not. The Americans write a bunch of rules for the, or the Canadians actually. Oh, do they? Write all their very specific rules for the. Do you provide your own thing. beer? Like, say you go to the World Champs, do you guys bring your, your beer of choice that fits within the ABV or whatever? Or do you, or is it beers are provided by, as, as part of the race? You can bring your own, but usually they'll also provide because sometimes okay. it's hard to find. The, the correct specification of beer in Europe. Right. I'd so. be just getting their one, you know. Sorry, I haven't got any beer. Uh, extra. <laughs> well, I meant more if you've got, if you're, I mean, so, because, well, that maybe takes us on to your training. I'd love to hear from you, Richie. What is, so we've, like, Chris has just talked us through what is quite, a, you know, it's a, you guys prepare for this. What does training for the Beer My World Champs look like? Uh, it's, well, I think the week before I did a practice, um, but we'd obviously in the UK we struggled to find the three five five can just three thirties, and it's sort of trying to uh, drink water out of cans and bottles as quickly as you can, and 
maybe uh. different running as well, trying running with the volume inside you is sort of the the trick, really. It's a bit like it. ultra running, isn't it? Practicing your fueling, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry, and what, you must do some speed work because if you guys are running, I mean, Chris was talking about some of the times. Those are mean mile times alone. I mean, you got you're you must be doing miling. Are you typically miling training? Is that the sort of training you're doing as well as the the drinking side of it? Uh, I I personally am sort of a triathlete mainly. Um, but nice. through, through the summer, I was um, focusing a bit on 1500. So I had a bit of um, bit of speed in the legs, uh, which helps when you're trying to run quickly on a track. Um, um, just drinking a drinking a beer at the end of every lap. Uh, it's slightly different to a normal track race. Yeah, of course. Jesus. So, yeah. So go ahead, so, so Richie, we 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 um we also we just spoke to Chris just about his um his background as well. So while you're on the show, tell us uh you know well let's give you the opportunity to tell us about your um your running, how you got into a running, and how you got into B the beer mile. Well, I I initially got into running at school um just through cross country, um yeah. and then I was sort of quite into my cycling as well. So I sort of joined okay. up the triathlon club. I sort yeah. of done triathlon for a few years and then in covid when it was there weren't many events i joined score from athletics club yeah okay okay and trained with them for basically up until i went down to uni and done at uni in leeds um where i sort of picked up my running a bit more uh, and i sort of met guy john taylor and joe gebby um john taylor is sort of a bit of a legend he's um now now left Leeds Uni a few years ago um yeah. but he's I think he's might have the world record for the big mile or something um oh, something nice. he's he's a very good beer miler um yeah. and miler. um and then Joe Gebby <laughs> who's when I joined uni he was the president of the cross-country club um and he sort of we, we do quite a lot of uh, beer drinking and um, downing things quickly, uh, and he, he said I should give give a beer mile a shot. Uh, so we did yeah. a couple of this and um, sort of found I was fairly handy at it. Um, so that's sort of brought me I to like that. it. I like no, it. And, uh, no shit. You know, I've, I've just, just seen I've just seen your result. Bloody hell! I, I haven't that's seen it yet, but I was looking at your power ten just now. You know, a cheeky little uh, <laughs> perv on your power ten, and uh, you, you're pretty handy as well. Um, so. Let tell us, you know, what is your what is your beer mile PB? What mile did you do? Five twenty two. Five twenty two. Jesus. So that that was the one I did in last weekend in, uh, in Belgium, Leuven at the World Classic. That is amazing. And I, that is I'm it. intrigued to know. Say that as a, as an as an event, and obviously we've heard from Chris, who was sadly to do is uh, do the five lapper. But for you in this context. So Corey Belmore, that's a world record, right? 4.49. Yeah. And there is, and I look at the results, and like third place is only 5.17, so only five seconds up the road. How does that unfold as a race? I've never watched a beer mile race. Well, it was, I'm pretty, I'm, I was pretty, when I said, well, I'd, I'd messaged uh, Chris, who really got me involved with um, getting to the beer mile World classic. And I was, I think I'd done one, maybe two. I'd done a Chanda mile and a beer mile, and my times went particularly magnificent. But I thought I'd give it a shot and see what I could see if I could improve. And I think the time we put down was like six thirty. Um, so that seeded me in the in the C heat for the World Classic. 
Yeah. So I was re- I, I wasn't actually really against the guys um who, who were mm. on the board beside me. Um so I was sort of it was more of a time trial effort sort of. Uh, and then I watched the other races unfold and uh, unfold, realised that my time was actually gonna get me up there. Um that is great. amazing. So like I mean five twenty two in I mean, what? I can't get my head around that. Like, I really can't. Five twenty-two. Like, how do you? Uh, what would like, you know? What your? Do you know what your? How do you know? And again, you're a triathlete, so maybe that sort of transition type mentality. I, do you have a mind? Do you know how long your transitions were? Is that something you look at? How? Or is it just all just? Do you know how what your roughly lap was? I mean, how do you? How, how does that work? I was trying to figure out, just look at videos. I've, I need to, I sort of want to look, analyze it more. Um, but I think they were, I think my drinks were all around, they're all sub 10 seconds ish, I think. Um, and the laps then were probably around, around like sort of sub 70s, I think. Uh, I think the, um, oh boy. Yeah, they would certainly be sub 70s, I think. Um, Jesus. So, like, I mean, what's that last, you know, for both, a question for you both, like, what's that last lap feel like? Pretty, pretty horrible, really. Um, <laughs> it's it's a, bit, a bit vulgar, but you're sort of trying to burp, but not be sick, because you've got yeah. a lot of gas in you. <laughs> and it's just trying to, yeah, just trying to hold it down and try and run as quickly as possible, really. Um, oh. And, like, and the third beer is the hardest, I, I find. Uh, the fourth one sort of looks after itself, but the third one yeah. you're sort of just over halfway. Um, yeah, I mean, Chris, you were you chun, you were you were obviously <laughs> you were sick. How do you do you have, is that like are you always on that red line or is that was a bad, particularly bad day for you? Uh, usually on the fourth beer, I'm like almost on the line at the end of it, and like the first maybe 50 meters or so of the last lap are like like kind of holding it in. But usually for me, the last lap might be the fastest. Like after those 50 meters you get to let it loose because like in the other laps, you have to sort of come into the drinking zone, like sort of ease off. So you're not like gasping for breath when you're trying mm, to drink. Uh, so the last lap is usually the fastest after you survive that first 50 meters or so. How but does, um, this time, not the same. <laughs> how do you approach the, you know, like when you're there, like in, in, in some races, you know, everyone approaches races quite differently. You know, they're quite chilled out about it. They're quite, you know, serious or they're they're just having a laugh, you know, a bit of fun. Like, what's that look like for you guys? Do you like take it really seriously or do you just like, you know, because it's a, it, I would imagine for both of you, it's a bit of an investment to, to, you know, to go to these events and, um, you know, but there's also an element of fun as well. So what's the, what's the why for both of you really? Uh, well, this year I kind of took it a bit seriously. I was, my training went well and I was like, oh yeah, I'm, I'll be good, uh, which uh, didn't pan out, did it? But uh, normally, like everyone, the international people arrive like a day or two early, and sometimes people go out on like the Thursday, and some people even go out on the Friday, and some people are even sipping beers on the Saturday morning, especially the Swedes. Uh, if you if you ever <laughs> the Swedes that go to the beer mill World Classic, they're pretty they're pretty uh, mental. Yeah. Uh, and then yeah, there's a big night out afterwards. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, usually well, there's a bit of beer drinking on the Thursday and some people take the whole weekend to drink beer. But. And like, you know, when everyone does strides, you know, and what do you do with your arms? Do you like, you know, visualize, <laughs> like, do you do that and stuff? You know, do you just 
start doing that before then? Like, what, what are, is there any like techniques, you know, to for any any bud and beer milers out there? I I uh, I treated it like a normal race, really. Um, yeah, okay. I just although I didn't, I tried not eating much before, so I didn't eat anything like something like three hours before, just so I could try and have an empty stomach. Um, yeah. Okay. Because you want space for it, um, so I made sure I ate well earlier. But it's just treating it like a normal race, I think. Um, yeah. But I I went over with quite a few of the Leeds Uni guys, and yeah. I think it was twelve of us, and they were doing the open race beforehand. So that sort of mm. I, I was watching that, having good fun watching that, sort of took my yeah. mind a bit, and then sort of uh, game face and did my yes. <laughs> and do you? I mean, you met, you said something earlier, Richie, about you know, practicing with water. How often are you guys doing like? Like even like a liquid mile or practicing with water, and how often do you introduce do you throw in some beers? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, my training for the beer mile is yeah, mostly chugging water. You really don't need to be uh, a big drinker to to practice. Like you can practice with water. Uh, so maybe yeah. a typical day, I'd try and do like two in the two bowls of water in the morning, two two in the evening, and a little tip to try and like expand your stomach. Do it after after your meal. Uh, and then, like closer to the day, I'll try and to get that carbonation training. I'll you could do it with non-alcoholic beers uh, rather than sure. water. And I'd usually do like maybe three practice miles in the month or so before. Uh, okay. Yeah, because there's no there's no way to really train. Like the the final bit of training is like the you got to be good in the beer three and four, and you can't really train from that if you're just staying at home, not out of breath, uh, doing yeah. a single beer on its own. So. Yeah, course, you yeah. you do like practice miles, or you try and do like two or three beers in a row to try and simulate that being not wanting to keep going on. Um, uh, that's interesting. And what on the same sort of note of of beers and stuff, that head the news that obviously you mentioned this year that they moved from bottles to cans. Mm. Did you know that was coming? And did that in fact? I mean, was that is that a, that for me? That feels like a big change to go to cans. Yeah. Uh, I think I knew it's like a month ago. I don't know if that I got that news to Richie uh, and time or not. Like how, how quickly Richie found out about that, but it was sort of like undecided for a long time. But maybe cans, and it was it was kind of a big deal because it's quite different. And cans are also cans are both a little bit slower and they foam up a lot more, uh, mm. so they are ah. actually harder to keep down. Uh, <laughs> and um, yeah, so and I think like a lot of people have been doing the beer mile for a few years in a row and they're really good at bottles, but they had to sort of learn again with cans. So it was sort of a, a, a playing field leveler. Um, mm. So but that like, was kind of exciting. Like Yeah. So like just in terms of like the the actual event in the race, Richie, you were fourth. Uh, fifth. 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 So yeah. top five in the world for beer fifth. mile. That, that's, that's amazing. Um. In in terms of like the rankings, like is that like a? I think I saw something on your Instagram um, that it was a world record, or not well, a Scottish record, a national record. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it was. And uh, I think I think it was Chris's who I beat actually. Oh, was uh, it? Yeah. Oh, brutal. <laughs> <laughs> um, and like you know, just at the event itself, like how many people take part in the event? Like, and so you know, what countries are. Or take is it quite you know is is it getting like quite certainly more official every year and uh, regarding like get it, regarding the record I would I think Richie deserves extra credit because with it being with cans it's probably worth like five to ten seconds oh, really oh, oh wow. so kudos to him <laughs> Jeez, and oh. yeah uh, yeah there was 
I, there weren't many Americans this year, but usually you go to Americans, Canadians, Australians, Swedes, Norway, yeah. we had Germany, Sweden, uh, Belgium, England. Actually, we, we were a team GB this year. We didn't have enough Scots for a solo team, but okay. there's some Irish so, uh, too. So, so in, you know, going forward, is it going to merge as Team GB or is it going to be like, you know, the, 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 the sort of four nations or, you know, what's that going to look like in, in the future? Is, and, and it, you know, anyone who's listening might be quite good at downing a pint and potentially might be quite handy at a, a cheeky wee mile as well. Uh, how do they get involved in, in these events? I personally, it was, it was sort of word of mouth and sort of just being put in contact with the right people i think is it like a speakeasy type job is it um <laughs> i don't know so sort of just i was putting put in touch with chris and i pinged him a message and he gave me a couple of pointers uh yeah. and i think uh i think most of the there's little instagram accounts for uh, all the sort of, uh, nations and they um i think they'll they'll welcome someone someone send them a message say that they're interested and they'll They'll get you on board and um, sort of give you give you a chance at representing them. Um, yeah. Okay. So so like you know in terms of your your sort of not just your beer mile ambitions and your you know your running ambitions. What you know, both of them really? What's uh, the ambitions in terms of your sporting ambitions in the next uh, few months into the the long term for both of you? Well, I I for my beer miling. I won't be 21 next year when it's in Chicago. Oh, so I yeah, I would. I don't think I'll be able to race there, which is really quite <laughs> unfortunate. Um, but um, I guess I'll, I might email the organizer and see see You're if he can put it. <laughs> 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 but, uh, it, it's yeah, I, I would love to go race in oh, America. Chicago. That would be class as well. Yeah. Goose Island. It's got to be Goose Island for the for the beer miles. Is it? Yeah, I, I don't know what the one they use in the States. Um, uh, but it's, yeah, I'd love to go over there. And there'll be, a, I'm sure there'll be a few, um, quite a few from uh, the UK and Scotland nice. or whatever. will go over. Um, and then oh. sort of running wise, sort of just try and, well, be representing the uni for um, races and just sort of just ticking it over, try and, try and get times down. And, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, handy 5k. I see a 15 20, uh, you know, you've got on your name there, so that's uh, it's fairly shifting. That is, um, so no, no, good, good job. It's, it's good that you can mix the you know, your your fun life of your you know, university and your sporting yeah. sporting endeavors as well. So, uh, yeah, amazing stuff. Now, Chris, you're you know, you're slightly kind of you know, uh, you've qualified and you're you're sitting in Ireland with a maybe not a university anymore. So you know what's well, surely, like surely Chris has got redemption on his mind after uh, <laughs> Belgium. Absolutely, and it's two years of redemption because I got disqualified the year before. I need to oh, run the PVA. I need to run the PVA. I think I'm capable of, um, and get back that record. Um, nice. <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, I, I'm I'm going to aim for Chicago, uh, but in the meantime. Just say, uh, I think I'll maybe target the Scottish cross country champs. I'll come back for that. Just try and nice. enjoy training throughout nice. the winter. Uh, I love man Easter running festival is a big thing for university students and alumni. So I'll come back for that in April. Nice. Uh, those are probably my the things I'm most looking forward to. And then, you, 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 you still like the, sorry, go ahead. 
Sorry, post out of the man and go for the beer mile. Um, and not with Gifnock. I, I was Gifnock at school, then I trained, I was with St Andrews Uni in 5AC. Uh, ah, cool. Now I'd probably run for 5AC, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Nice. Well, we, I mean, Carl and I are hope, hope, both hoping to get to the National Cross. So, uh, yeah, hopefully see both of you there. Um, yeah. That's very, that's very cool. So before you go, there's a, a few quickie interval type questions we want to ask you. Uh, so I'll say one and yeah, just you can both answer the same question. What are your favourite shoes, running shoes? Oh, mine probably, I do most of my mileage in um, my Nike Pegasus 37s. Uh, but yeah. I like doing a bit of fast running in my uh, Dragonflies on the track. And they're really nice. Can I uh, can I ask before you jump in, Chris? But also, if you could, I'm keen to hear from both of you what you wore at the. Uh, what's your like shoe of choice at the mile? Is it literally a, a dragonfly spike, or are you wearing? Okay, that's what I wore. Yeah, <laughs> nice. yeah. I bought a pair of dragonflies about a year ago, and <laughs> I love them. <laughs> I love <laughs> Pretty it. much just for the beer mile. I, uh, I don't do much other track racing, but nothing is yeah, safe. They, they feel great. Yeah, <laughs> even the beer mile. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Chris. Your favorite shoe? Probably the Dragonflies. They felt so good <laughs> nice. in my training Excellent. this year. <laughs> um, yeah. Excellent. Oh. Um, what is your pre-beer mile race meal? What well, I guess you fueled up for it. Oh, this I I had. I can't remember what I had this year. I think uh, it was. We went for a little jog in the morning and I had uh, sort of a European breakfast, so croissants. I think I had <laughs> donuts on offer, so I had a few donuts and um, then make sure I had sort of lots of sort of muesli and stuff. And then, so I didn't really eat anything until the race. <laughs> um, a couple of jelly babies, I think it was. Nice. So the French will be outraged. Be, uh, croissants being used to soak up <laughs> jogging beers. That's not quite within the, the cultural uh, repertoire. <laughs> what about you, Chris? uh normal breakfast but then like Richie was saying nothing for like three hours before the race so just before that maybe like with three hours to go maybe banana some cereal bars you know like light snacks nice what's um what what would your favorite uh set beer mile session be as in training session Richie um I to be honest I don't really do any particular session sometimes I'll down he's a natural to, uh, <laughs> uh just to practice running with uh, liquid uh, but with uh, with the uni we did a 24 24 24 challenge at the start of the oh, oh boy uh, which was pints. pretty horrible but yeah pints oh, oh my god did you finish yeah just about and um, what a hero um <laughs> i don't know if that counts as a training session but uh running with liquid in you so i'd say probably do you know i remember you years and this is we're showing our age compared to you when you 2000 and when was the last time we were on the Isle of Man, Cal? 2008, a friend of, a friend of mine, anyway, you know, I was at a meeting in the Harry's. He, uh, he went for a triple 25 and failed miserably. And I was, <laughs> and like, the state that man was in, uh, good for you, man. Triple 24, that's impressive. It's tough. <laughs> Jesus. Oh. And, uh, yeah, Chris? Uh, so, I, yeah, I had to put a lot of training in to get, to get half good at the beer mound. Uh, at home, I do, like, consecutive bottles as i say like that gives you more more practice than just doing a single beer for like that third fourth beer to like three in a row of water usually and then sometimes beer and then on for the, the running i would i would just do like a half of a normal session then finish it with a practice mile um mm. i think nothing prepares you like the real thing 
Um, <laughs> I've uh, I've got asked the obvious question, which I want to split into two. What's your favorite <laughs> beer, and what's your favorite beer to race on, Chris? Um, oh, one sec. What's my favorite? Is this a? I forget what it's called. It's a Beaver Town beer. Uh, it's like in an orange can. Oh yeah, um, um, Gamma Ray. Is it Gamma? Yeah, yeah, Gamma Ray. Yeah, nice. I like that beer. Nice. I had a friend that worked at Beaver Town, and I had a. Uh, he had like loads of beers at his house from the from work, and nice. since then I like that. Um, racing. It used to be this beer called Sierra Nevada. It did me well for two races, oh, yeah. and and then it didn't do me well at last at this race. So <laughs> I think I'm looking for a new beer. <laughs> <laughs> nice for me well, as, as as a student uh it's sort of whatever's cheapest um but oh when i go back up to scotland nothing beats a cold pack of tenants uh, oh no Do you know i've but, seen that on your vest you boys with a tea on the vest oh we had a great kit that year is that not like your traditional chunder mile um, beer isn't it tenants is my chunder mile beer of choice yeah. for sure because <laughs> it comes in the paint cans as well if you get like oh, it's just uh, convenient course. isn't it yeah yeah yeah, brilliant. Well, guys, it's been fantastic to speak to you both. Um, and uh, yeah, thank you so much for coming on the show. Yes, and uh, really good. Yeah, it's been entertaining for both Tom and I, and no doubt for the listeners as well. <laughs> and um, you know, if anyone wants to follow you guys, like uh, you know, both individually and um, you know, the actual Scottish Beer Mile um, team, I, I think you we, would we, we call it. Um, you know, what are those reference points? I think uh, that we've got an Instagram for the yeah. Scottish Mile. The, the Instagram yeah. is Team Scotland Beer Mile, like yeah. all yeah. Um And if you, if anyone, by the way, I'm a little plug, if anyone wants to compete uh, in the future, I know Chicago's a bit of a long way, but it's often in Europe. Uh, if you feel like competing, just give a message to that account. Uh, if you can run under, say, 6.30 or 7, I think you can. For a guy, you can probably feel comfortable in the international race. Uh or there's open races too, and for women, we've sadly never had a woman compete. So I'd love to oh, change that statistic. Change so. that. that is good. I like that good push because I noticed there was women at the, uh, and we maybe should have we should have covered that more. There was you know women competing at the at the world champs. What is it yeah. sort of what is it in terms of times? What would what are the competitive women chugging so, at, the, at the at the world champs? Women's world record is low sixties, like six. 15-ish. Bloody hell. Um, there was, I think third place though was like, there was a couple of DQs in the top five, but third place after DQs was like just maybe like 7, 10-ish. Uh, okay. And there'll be women in the, yeah. the competitive yeah, race running this, like uh, 11, 12 minutes. So if, I think okay. if you can run under 10 minutes or think you can, you you would be comfortable going to the world champs as a woman. And, nice. Yeah. And you only need two women for a team as well. Uh, it's three okay. men. Okay. So there, you there you go, folks. I've got, and also while you're talking about your, your social media, I've got to say, I tip my cap to you, the, the Scottish Athletics logo is just chucking a ball. <laughs> it's class. That is a great logo. I really like that. Do you guys have, a, like, a Scottish beer mile champs? No, but I would love, I would love to have one. And... Do you know what? If you put one on, Cal and I, I would say, we say this about every event, but I would say, like, <laughs> there's, like, 75% likely we would come down for it because that would be absolute banter. Uh, I don't know how to arrange one. It's, like... Do we find? Do we sneak onto a track? Do we just do it in some road loop? Mm. And I and I'm also not in the UK, but like, of course I, I, I would love I would love someone to organise one, but I don't know if it's going to be. Go. 
But if, if someone does leave, you guys want to meet, even just run a beer mile, I can certainly try and encourage all the guys that have ever ran for Scotland to go. Interesting. Um, Interesting. Up north, Tommy. Yeah, exactly. We held a beer mile once on the Abbey yeah. Prom, and we had not an enormous turnout, if I'm honest. It was difficult to, but we got a, we got a few people down for it, so we Where's might take up on that. We might take up on that. Yeah, yeah with, uh, with your reach, we could get uh, we could get a, a big field. Interesting. Look at that. Let's, well, uh, let's... Let's, let's, let's speak maybe in the springtime. Well, uh, well done, yeah. both of you, for getting in the top. You know, literally the the leaderboard of the top the top gear leaderboard for the beer mile. Uh, I think with it's going to be quite, times, not quite challenging times. to break it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, watch this space, folks. So again, thank you guys for coming on the show and. Uh, yeah, hopefully catch up with you in person in real time with a beer in hand uh, and uh, hopefully it's all intact as well by the end of the mile. Yeah, Amazing. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Thanks. Bye. Thanks. Cheers. How entertaining, Kyle. That is, uh, that's, that was well done for firstly, kudos to Kyle for getting these guys on. <laughs> That was very interesting. That was one of the most interesting <laughs> interviews we've done in a while. Wasn't it? Eh? <laughs> no disrespect to any other interviews, mind you, but uh, slightly alternative. And uh, I, yeah, I think it's, I don't know if it's discouraged or encouraged me from doing a beer mile. Um, I keep thinking back to my, uh, you know, my 6.52 and I think it's it's a bit like the bygone years with my uh, my running times as well. But anyway, well, let's, um, let's move on to... Um, some some other running in terms of cross country running the dubs without the beer but i'm sure some of the the club runners and and the victorious teams are celebrating in many ways uh post cross country so tommy we had as we said earlier in the show we had a fantastic turnout of club runners um and their teams at the national cross country champ national short course really championships um in cumbernauld i believe so we did you, yeah do you want do you have the results here? i do i do indeed do yeah so it was uh i think the tale of the the most interesting stat was if we start with them we'll start with the men's actually because it was a a win for central b team so the yellow B-team. train are so good that their b team um <laughs> beat their a team and actually it's quite it's when you dive into the results it's quite quite interesting so the b team which was a uh, Luca Fan, Tolly, 12.40, Cameron Milner on 12.35, Tom Graymar, 12.13, and Kieran Riley, who overhauled from third to first in the last leg to run a 12.24. Um, really oh. quite impressive for them. In second place, it was Inverclyde AC, Andy Douglas, 12.25, uh, John Bell, 24.55, Ross Gray, sorry, John Bell, 12.31, beg your pardon, Ross Gray, 13.01, and Ben Petrikis, fastest of the day, an absolutely rapid 12.04. Yeah, so he... he um, I think looking at the times, like, it's quite difficult to see the fastest legs, but... I mean, he was miles ahead of, of, you know, I mean, Ben, what what you, you know, what's your training looking like right now, pal? Uh, He could be one of the favourites for the the individual leg after that performance. I think he will be. I mean, and then just to round out, so third place, it was Central A, Callum Phillip, 12.35. Second place, Ben McMillan, who was on the show a few weeks ago, 12.12. That's a rapid time as well. Hamish Hickey, 12.32. And then Ali Hay, 12.43. Poor Ali Hay, who we're big fans of. When, took the baton in first place and got oh, overhauled by two two boys and not many people overhaul Ali Hay who was running time no. like that so oh, very man. um very very 
competitive racer. It's been exciting to watch that event. Um, you know, just who's going to win it? What team, what central team's going to get this one? Uh, so, no, it's fantastic. I mean, even Inverclyde obviously put in a great show there too for for them to be in, you know, sandwiched between um, the central lads is, is a fantastic result. And really, only 10 seconds in it, the top yeah. three, in 50 minutes of running, which is phenomenal uh, com- competition. So what about the the senior? I mean, I don't know how you got those results there, but so what about... There's this... a, I, put the, I put the link in the notes, but I'll go, I can go for the women. I, the, I have the women's got them side, here as well. It was a win for... Edwina Hare and Hounds, um, Constance Nankerville, 1434, Alice Goodall, 1423, Sarah Calvert, 1443, and TRS Runner of the Year, Megan Keith in a rapid 1337, taking the Harries for the, the win there. They, were, they led from gun to tape. Second place, 5AC, Isla Headley, 1509, Jenny Selman, TRS interview as well, 1412, Megan Crawford, 1533, and then Stephanie anchoring. Uh, in 1427 and running at the podium was Shettleston Harriers that was Ayofi Carr 1502 J- Ruth Joss 1523 Hannah Terrace 1517 and then Fanula Ross 1351 a quick a leg quick there time, yeah. to pull them back from fifth into the medal so well done um, well done to all those women's team great to see the I mean that's a great to see the five we've, we've said this before five women are so such strength and depth. They always doesn't matter if it's four to count, six to count, whatever it may be. They seem to have the the names to to compete always. Hundred percent. And of course, the Harrys every year. It's just a, a talent factor, isn't it? There's always new <laughs> names in that. I mean, Constant Nankerville, we know. Ben Keith, of course, we know. I think she must be second year now. But Alice Goodall, Sarah Calvert, new names to me anyway. And so yeah, it's quite uh, quite impressive. And in fact, and the Harrys. Yeah. Sorry, just to elaborate, the Harrys F team was fourth, and the Harrys G team was fifth. G team. Yeah, I mean, it's wow. just quite impressive. That is that is pretty good. So let's move on to some road running now. Um, the Valencia mar- half marathon was on. You haven't done this, have you, the half? Uh, do you know what? I have actually done the, the Valencia half when the World Champs were hosted in Valencia. You did, you did the Valencia you had a mass half race. you did when you DNF'd. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, it's, yeah, that's true. So I've done I've done the Valencia half twice in that case. <laughs> but yeah, it's a really I mean Valencia is just a great place to run really fast. Weather is from what is generally pretty is always good this time of year, so it's not too hot. Although I think it was very hot actually. I say that instantly correct myself. I think it was very humid on the weekend. I understand. Okay, I mean the it, the times suggest some really you know from the the winner of of the Valencia half um, fifty eight something I think it was. K yeah. what 58.10, so he wasn't hanging around, that's for sure. Um, but it was a welcome run from Callum Hawkins, so he seems to be getting back into some decent shape in 63.33, and his brother Derek uh, ran a 65 flat chip time as well. So congratulations to those runners too. Um, and the Leeds Abbey Dash 10K was also on. You've done this, haven't you? Or my... I have, I have done that, yeah. Fiona's also uh, done it too. She did she not get yeah. a PB there? Uh, I, think, no, I, I don't I, think it's her. I don't think it's her current PB. I think she did run a PB. I PB there, and I've since reset it. But yeah, it's it's quick. It's out and back. It's a classic dash to the Abbey, then come back. So really, really quick. And I think it, if it weren't to con- to um, clash with the Scottish cross country scene more, I think more you might see more Scottish athletes doing it because it's a class race. Yeah, yeah, uh, and you know there was some Scottish athletes taking part in the event um 
briefly Alistair Kinloch, uh, who I think is a junior, who ran a 30.07, which is a cracking time for him. And uh, Pierre Avon as well. He's starting to get into real form too in 30.30. Sarah Potter, Beth's sister, dipped below 35 minutes in 34.48, while Ailey Bell also ran, um, well, ran... 35.11, so some decent 10k times from uh, our Scottish contingent. And uh, yeah, other than that, like... I've got well, I've got one more on the road. It was the... Um, it was the Rannick Good Marathon. Luck. Oh, of course. Lost and Rannick Marathon. I, think I did see this. Was that a week ago, though? Was that, was this? that a week? Am I maybe missing Am I a week out? I don't oh, think we talked about it, though, did we? We didn't cover it, but uh, I, I win for our teammate, our club mate, uh, GB Ultra International too, uh, Jason Kelly in 2.39.04. So a comfortable win, uh, victory for him. Uh, third, second place was Aaron Partridge, who ran 2.43.36. And your third place went to Ed Dickinson uh, in 2.54.31. Your female runner winner went to Nicole Campbell, and 307.52, and your second female was uh, Emma Wood in 327.02, and your third female was Mary McAllister uh, in 327.04, none of which have um, club names next to them, so I don't know if they're a member of a club or not. Uh, but nonetheless, congratulations to all the runners taking part in that fine marathon uh a lot of runners took part in it actually uh just under uh, around about nine eight hundred nine hundred runners so uh, a decent turnout that's for sure um but yeah other than that uh there isn't really any other I mean, there's obviously lots of other races taking part and have taken part there's been lots of park runs but as always you know look on the scottish athletics website the results for, um and also run abc not just for the results but also for the fixtures and uh, a, a cheeky little plug for my event, the Davaway 50k, that's coming up. Of course. Over in the next, um, well, the 12th of November. So we are going to be closing the entrance entries on the 1st of November at noon. So if you do want to enter, folks, now is your chance to enter um, before it, uh, it closes. And we are a healthy number. Um, we, we're, at that, we're almost 90% full. So... If we do want to, to enter, you should really enter quick because um, we don't want to. We don't want anyone to be disappointed. Um, and it's second year running, fantastic result. Uh, result, fantastic course, point to point, Grant and to Forest, and there'll be uh, yeah some massage and some beer at the end for you. There'll be no beer mile, unfortunately. Um, but other than that, I'm, you won't want to do one after doing a 50k night out. So uh, mm-hmm. anyway, that's my wee plug for the Davaway 50k in a couple of weeks' time. Uh, so, What's going on the rest of this week, Kyle? Not really, not much else. Uh, I think just a bit of training, you know, just contemplation of going out and doing runs. That's I want. I, I've been. I think I said this last time. I've been enjoying getting back into you know some night running. You know, going out in the trails with my head head torch and the amount of wildlife you see in the the woods, Tommy. Oh, boy! I mean, you you, sh- you should try it. You know, get your head torch out, run around Hazelhead and Countless Wells. You'll be amazed at what you saw. You see, um, last week I went out and there was this badger just ran out in front of me. You know, just scared the wow. shit out of me. An owl turned its head and looked at me. It, honestly, and that was all within a, a thirty-minute run, just around my local woods. It's it's amazing. It's uh, just 
amazing for invigorating for the soul that's for sure um so I, I hope to you know get a report back from tommy about how his uh you know how his night runs are going mm. but uh other than that what about you what have you got on um not so much uh not not much at all actually i've got um yeah really not much i've got some time off next week it's our wedding anniversary so that'll be oh, of course yeah, so nice. yeah we're gonna we're looking at something uh local going away maybe so that will be good uh-huh. um like these it. two first trip yeah otherwise just trying to get a bit of consistency back into running that's the ma- 50 is the magic number now um so yeah trying to get a bit of that in and yeah the quiet life say consistency is key here um but one thing I one thing we will be doing is Carl and I are, are going to be getting our heads together to get this tartan shorts order in. Now, we are. listeners, we've got th- a few of you reached out and we'll get back to you saying you're looking for them. The answer is yes, they're coming. So thank you for reaching out. The rest of you, we'll put some up on social media. We'll um, just in terms of details, but the the order's coming. So if you would like to order a pair, like um, this is this is not a drill. They are coming. So we're we're very excited to to to. Um, to continue to spread the tartan across the Scottish running scene. And, and talking about tartan, um, who is our tartan running shorts runner of the week, Tommy? TRS run the week. I I've think got, I know who I'm. I know who I'm going to go for. Uh, give me a second. I'm. Could it? I'm tempted to say uh, your man Richie. <laughs> when it's five twenty-two, it's it is a phenomenal result, isn't it? I was actually going to go for a good old Ben Petorkis. Uh, that's I a probably good pronounced call. His, his name wrong. Sorry, Ben. Um, that's a good call. Um, I, I think that time is you know there's, it was a quality yeah. field he, he beat, and, and I know it's all different when it comes to relays and legs, and you know you're only racing against time in some respects or whoever you're running next to. But I think that's just a phenomenal time over that course to, you know, really take scalps out of many of the runners in that field. Um, yeah. So other than that, yeah, I, I think, I think uh, you're, I think you're I spot, on, spot on. Big Ben for that, for that I think. So, <laughs> Big Ben. Yeah, Big, Big Ben, ben as you'll days. forever be known on TRS. <laughs> ben Petrikas. Aye. So, yeah, well done. And uh, no really any short-sighted short-sighted runners this week uh i yeah, think mark beagri beagri again beagri is it beagri beagri sorry mark um, he didn't have them on i saw a picture of him i'm he did mark, he t- gave us a picture of them i'm sure he did the national cross no not a national cross um he was uh i think he did the dramathon uh and he, he's got his shorts on then so well done mark for representing anyone who has um wore them at the, the cross country let us know as well like you know be be light and proud with these bad boys yeah they're not um these are limited edition they're they're meant to be uh celebrated so yeah send send your picks in folks um anyway so i think other than that i think we've exhausted all our um all our chat for this week that's an hour and 15 minutes of rambling so i think we've done pretty well today uh but uh other than that have a great week, folks. Have a great week, Tommy. And uh, we'll hopefully see you all next week. Here's Ali McIver. Bye.
be dreaming about that starting gun. We sometimes shuffle, sometimes saunter. When we train, when we train, when we train, 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 it can be savage, but never brutal, because we'll love the And that's a wrap.